Why? I'm not nervous, but I'm hot. Welcome back to the Go Blue with Stu podcast. Today's episode, it's a little special. If you're watching this on video, oh, there's a semi. I'm currently in a car that is moving with my fiance down to Savannah. Do you want to say? Hi. That's Chelsea. Run away to Savannah. We're getting married there April 1st, and we're going down there, down there to scout some got our venue and what else we got we Pizza have eating. lots of tastings and venue scouting venue scouting rentals meetings oh, fun, and marriage fun, fun, license fun. and marriage license that's right well i wanted to do a podcast because we got a i got a busy rest of the week but i wanted to get a podcast in and give some thoughts on michigan basketball game against san diego state a game against nebraska uh, I watched a little bit of the Nebraska game um, while we were packing. You know, it's not much to evaluate. Uh, I just, I don't mean, I don't even see Nebraska winning a Big Ten game, to be honest with you. It's one of the most bizarre teams and makeups I've ever seen. My buddy actually made a joke. He's like, Biden needs to just make a law that Hoiberg can go back to Iowa State and just everybody wash their hands of everything and maybe just even blow up the Nebraska football or basketball program. Like, there's no reason that. This should be that bad. I don't understand. I was looking, watching the game, and it appeared that the two guards, I don't even remember what their names were, the two guards probably weighed less than like Hunter Dickinson did combined. They looked like little kids, although that point guard was, I think he dropped like 30 on Michigan. Yeah, one of them was a really good shooter. I mean, they were good. Don't get me wrong. They were good. But they were just like But they just, looked, they just looked very small. It was bizarre. Um, they did have a, I liked their center core logo. You liked the center core logo? Yeah, I thought it was a nice touch. How was the, Chelsea's in events, let's say, in, in the pageantry of sports, as you put it. Uh, what would you, what would you rate Nebraska's arena? There are a lot of people. Yeah, I thought the atmosphere was really good. I mean, you could tell their student section was excited to be hosting Michigan. And again, I'll go back to, I thought their court looked really nice. Yeah, it's cool. Kudos to their athletic department. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool place. Uh, odd sometimes to play there when it's empty, but it is cool nonetheless. But we'll get into some Michigan stuff, um, and then I want to do a little fun round with Chelsea at the end. I watched a lot of the, you know, most of the second half of last game, like I said, it doesn't really count too much. And I watched a lot of the San Diego State game. Better competition. A um, little more of a test, but still not going to be quite what they're going to see in the Big Ten, and um, especially if you want to you know, make a run in, in March. But some of the keys I took away from the San Diego State game was the threes. I mean, obviously, in that Nebraska game as well, like, you hit threes, it just makes a massive difference. You can't be shooting 20 three percent from three or whatever they were doing for the first few games you know they were 11 from 20 they're averaging like five before i think that's 18 points more it's just a world of difference there's really not much else to do besides make your shots there but the reasons they were making their shots was very different and they weren't getting the same shots they were before san diego state wasn't quite you know they didn't match up well with them defensively i think kind of like what arizona did um, but the way they were getting those shots was a lot different. They were posting up more with Hunter. They were getting a lot more handoffs and open shots. Or Caleb was being a lot more aggressive. Um, I think Eli was being Eli. 
you know, Brandon Johns was confident on one or two of those threes. Um, so it, it was just it was just a lot different. A lot of it came from the offense that they finally played through Hunter. You know, they they weren't just dumping it off to him without a plan. You know, they had I didn't quite like exactly what they had. They they started off with Caleb coming running the baseline and then Eli entering it um, from the wing. So they had two shooters because you know where a lot of the help was coming from was the strong side. So they they started doing that, and I think it was okay. You had Musa opposite and, and Devonte in the top of the key. Musa kind of opposite corner. I mean, if, if you want him to shoot threes, fine. I think it's kind of up in the air of what he's doing. Um, uh, even though he's he's out now, and I can't even remember what, what he's out for. But anyways, that that sort of game plan was fine. I I liked more when. You had, like, Devontae enter it and just cut immediately. And I think Hunter found him once. Um, and you have somebody opposite. What, what I'm trying to get at is I like somebody opposite. Somebody strong side and somebody opposite. Like, enter it with Eli and then have Caleb opposite wing. And maybe, like, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, Musa will dive down to the opposite dunker spot. Or Brandon Johns can even just, you know, spot up on the opposite wing. Um, but to kind of... Cram the the strong side is, is a is a little tough. Uh, you know what I think they should do. What's that? I think Hunter should just shoot threes all day. Well, he hit three. I know, and it was State. so fun. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It is I think fun. That should be the new game plan. Well, I think it was almost like I could see him honestly being like, "This is ridiculous. No one else will hit three, so I'm just going to go ahead." And I mean, I love that mentality for. He hit three. I mean, he he goes had the along only, with his um, big Dickinson energy. That's true. Yeah. I don't know why, but... This is a big energetic moment in the game. No, he uh, he hit the second three and he did his... Uh, yeah. It was the first time we saw Hunter beat Hunter from last year, I think, energy-wise. <laughs> Can you do it real quick? Yeah. <laughs> like the low punch kind of flex. <laughs> that was good. It. If you're, if you're listening to this, she was doing that in the car while driving. Um, but yeah, that's Hunter shooting threes. I don't even know if he shot against Nebraska. He didn't have to. It was kind of a joke. The, sh- the shots they were getting, the amount of open shots they were getting, and then they were playing zone. But yeah, basically that and on top of Caleb being aggressive. Like there was one really great shot that he had came off of a handoff. His back, he was kind of coming from the back with his back to the basket, and he just knew he was going to shoot it. And that was kind of like one of the first times that I saw him string together those types of consistent, confident, or aggressive shots, even if he wasn't confident. Like, we're getting to the point now where we're not looking for confidence and then getting aggressive. Like, we, we need aggression, and that will turn into confidence. And I think you kind of saw that with Caleb. Um, Eli's been pretty consistent. I think Hunter has even showed more aggression. Uh, but one of the big ones was Frankie coming in and kind of how they've been relying on Devontae to be more aggressive, to come into his own. And I think for whatever reason, he's been more of uh, just more passive. And Frankie's come in, and for better or worse, 
uh, just been more direct, like more direct line drives and not making a lot of mistakes. So I think that's where Frankie's minutes are coming from. He had 25 minutes. Devontae only had 17. Um, and Juwan, I think, is just looking for someone to come in and, and be direct. Whether, whether they're confident or not, just do something because we can't just go out there and put up the low field goal attempts, put up the amount of turnovers that they are, and score the low amount of points that they are. So there's definitely some spots where they need uh, you know, somebody else to get in the paint. And um, you know, Frankie did that. Eli's been doing it. And Caleb has been doing it a little bit here and there when he's picking his spots. Um, but he's obviously more effective when he's getting up, putting up aggressive threes. Um, there was a point I wanted to make off of that. Yeah, basically... I wrote down like six points for the game and then some kind of side notes. But one of my points was basically, I said before, I think in the podcast with Ant, where, you know, we could have Eli go out there and score 18 and put up 13, 14, 15 shots. Um, but that Eli knows and like Jawan knows that they need other guys to come in and be aggressive like Devontae and Caleb. And while that is true to a degree, to a degree, uh, I think it's less so than I kind of made it out to be in that podcast. I think, at least from a uh, ball screen standpoint, and what guard you want being the most aggressive, and I, I think that it's going to be Eli. I think that I'm all for upping his usage with ball screens and him being the main guy that gets in the paint and creates. Um, I think you'll see more of Frankie doing that. I think Frankie's a little more opportune than say like ball screen stuff because with Eli ball screen there's like a little more threat of the jumper or from three or from mid range so it helps with the roller and you know just rotations off of everybody else from that standpoint. Um, but I kind of changed my tune on that and I, and I hope going forward like they can up their usage with Eli in, in the ball screens um, and you know <clears throat> we didn't have to see it with Nebraska because again that was kind of a joke what they were doing. I mean, it was just like, you know, in terms of evaluating. They're trying. Were they? (laughs) It's like, they, I've never seen more open threes, wide open threes. I mean, Robbie Hum at one point was like, yeah, I don't even know. Caleb Houston's just shooting wide open threes. I don't understand what is going on right now. That's an elite shooter shooting wide open threes. And it's like, yeah, because they don't, you know. Basically, well, I'm not going to be super mean, but it was not pretty. What else we got? Zeb was back. Um, <clears throat> Airball of three against San Diego State. You know, he needed to get his feet wet a little more. Looked great against Nebraska. That was good. Great game to build confidence. Uh, he'll be, well, I say he'll be. There's still a lot of question marks. We'll see what happens, but he definitely has the ability to come in and, and play a huge part uh, the rest of the season and be very productive. Uh, in the Big Ten play, and just pretty, you know, talent is talent. You know, the more direct talent um, that you can get, the better. You know, it was nice to see Brandon Johns. I had a lot of uh, people uh, tweet at me about Brandon Johns for the Nebraska game because he came out, I think he had 16 in the first half. But basically, he was down. Um, was it San Diego State? Yeah, it was San Diego State. He was not playing super great and I said that I tweeted that Brandon Johns is a high level player that doesn't know it yet and people like got 
it was like one of my most, um, how do you call it? Like engaged, engaged tweets I've had in a long time. People saying like, really? Like, what are you talking about? You're insane. Like we've been waiting on this for four years. He's a senior, blah, blah, blah. And I had some people be like, yeah, I like with some gifts were like, you know, like we're like the eyeballs, like Sue Douglas watching the. Nebraska you're the game president with president of the Brandon Johns fan club is what you're trying to I say. mean, sure, if you want to call it that. I just believe in Brandon Johns' talent, that's all. And, you know, again, it is Nebraska, but he showed that he has talent and the ability to be aggressive and confident. And you just gotta show more of that. Like so many times I think Ant has even showed in film where like he's like hesitating on the first catch. And it's like, dude, you're like what, six, seven? Just shoot the ball. Like you can shoot it, just shoot it. Be aggressive. You know. You're going to come out if you don't make that shot and if you don't take it. like you got to show that you're going to be aggressive and make it. Um, now it helps now that Musa is out, I think. And I don't know how long. I have not looked into it, which is not probably a good thing when you have a Michigan basketball podcast. But the power four spot is pretty up in the air. I mean, Terrence played really great against Nebraska as well. Um, very productive, I think, against San Diego State. If I remember correctly, he played well and had some good minutes. Um, Musa started at San Diego State game. But... The power four spot is going to be where there's going to be some rotation. Um, and I think they need to look to – they have been solidifying more of the rotation on their guard spot with uh, Frankie coming in and, and getting those minutes and Zeb coming back and looking good. Um, so they got four really good guards there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kobe Bufkin. But I think they're they're, they're set there. And, you know, they can play Kale at the three or Terrence at the three. Or, I'm sorry, um, you know, like Zeb or Eli kind of playing a small wing or Terrence at the three. So I think that they'll be fine there. Um, but overall, they just looked more smooth against San Diego State. And that was going to be a big test for me. Um, I thought it would be Nebraska would be a little more of a test, but apparently I've not been watching anything. But they overall just looked more smooth, more cohesive offensively, more direct, like, whether they were going to make shots or not, like they, they knew where they were going to get shots from. And that was, I think, probably the biggest frustration. Like, you can live with a team. Now, fans wouldn't have lived with a team if they were just missing, 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 and being aggressive with certain shots where, like, fans would say, well, they need to change the offense or other guys need to shoot or some guys need to shoot less. Like, no, their biggest thing was they don't, don't care about missing a shot. Just go and be aggressive and put shots up and put it in, you know, get him to the right guys. Like, yeah, Caleb can shoot with a hand in his face. Like, even if he goes 0 for 7 in a game, like, he for the rest of the year, he needs to be shooting those shots because that's what this team needs. And it opens up everything else for the rest of the guys. It opens up things for him. Like, it doesn't matter. Just be direct and aggressive. And, and it, was really, it was really good to see um, during the San Diego State game. Otherwise, I think that's all I've got. Uh, I don't even know who I've got next, to be honest. Again, not great uh, when you – on a Michigan basketball podcast for me be more positive for me no I like to be self-deprecating you know it's like what the hell is wrong with you sir but yeah they looked good uh, it's, it's a step in the right direction um, I'm not gonna blow up Nebraska performance um, they looked really good really smooth really confident um, but I've been there and played with confidence and then turn around and not play with the most confidence the next game. So it'll be fun to watch. But they, they made those progressions. They they look like they know more of who they are, and that is huge. Um, and even if, let's say, they, they get in the next game and 
boom, they blow up their game plan, and they look not so good offensively. Like I think they need to stick with what they're inching towards now, um, to, starting with the San Diego State games, starting with the rotation, starting with the types of offense they're running, with the post entries, the off-ball movement that they've been doing, um, the shots they've been getting from Caleb, you know, some of the downhill stuff from Frankie and Eli, like stick with that stuff and you can throw in some wrinkles here and there and obviously, you know, Musa comes back, you know, post him up and, you know, he'll be, he's a kind of a aggressive wild card. Uh, you know, if he'll have it one game, great. If he doesn't, the next game, fine. You can, you know, he's kind of a, a mix and matcher in terms of aggressiveness there, which is nice to have. You need that some games. He can come in and give you, you know, probably 18 or he can come in and still be effective and only take two shots and you know you don't need him so that's he's a great guy to have for that um but yeah it'll be fun to watch going forward what is going on and to end this podcast i wanted to get some thoughts i mean chelsea what did you think from <laughs> the nebraska game i need to focus on the road I do you no, no 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 okay what did what give me give me a couple things that you liked saying besides the uh hunter flex um, from the Nebraska game? Yeah, yeah, because that was the only night. thing you watched. Did you watch any of the same thing? I watched a little bit of it. Okay. Um, I, and this is because I've heard you talk about it a lot, I feel like they played with a lot more confidence in the Nebraska game. So regardless mm-hmm. of how good or bad Nebraska is, I feel like um, they just played, like, a little bit more loose. And it felt, it was more fun to watch them because I wasn't so nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good 20 point. Yeah. Do you notice that um, every time, like, Michigan has a game, like, you're making plans for us? <laughs> Is there a reason? I, I, in... Do you hate Michigan basketball? I love Michigan basketball. I am the biggest Michigan bandwagon fan. Oh, yeah? Are you, are you year. on? Yeah, I think I rival everyone that was in Indianapolis last weekend. <laughs> you, <laughs> we went downtown for the um, Big Ten Championship game. Obviously, Michigan football played in that. And... I think Chelsea is used to sports and like enthusiasm, but like it's on another level. It was it was intense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but it was fun, and I do. I think Michigan fandom is it's not just like here in the Midwest; it's all over. So it's yeah, no. it's cool that now I'm a part of Michigan fandom. Go yeah, blue. go blue. Yeah, no, I would funny. like to take this time to rebrand your podcast, though, and uh-huh. I think we should start with the what the hail, and we should move forward with that. Yeah, no, I she came up with that from the beginning. I thought that was good, but I'm a little too egocentric to take my name out of the podcast. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Back to the plans thing. I have reversed my ways, and I now have the Michigan basketball notifications on my phone, so I oh. know. I, it was just a lack of knowledge. It wasn't intentional. I, I, I apologize for any Michigan games you had to You miss did. I really appreciate it. Early you, days of dating. Yeah, you did say that you were gonna put them in your. Schedule. I did. I what? Well, I, I have the. the <laughs> I go through individually. I have like the ESPN alert. Okay, like that I, works. they're one of my favorite teams. That works a lot. Um, why won't you let? Me hang my jerseys up. Hi, that's a that is a boldface lie, and you can tell your followers that because I've been trying to get these jerseys hung up on the wall for months now. Um, I even let one sit in our living room as decor for um, too long of a time, and I keep asking you when we can hang them, when we can hang them. According to you, we have the hanging kits, but I have yet to see them. 
I've yet to see a hammer or screwdriver get out. The jerseys, do not put the jerseys on me. That is, that's 100% on you. I wasn't expecting that kind of <laughs> anger. Well, you want the truth? Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually knew that I was going to get a rise out of you. Yeah. It's almost a little too easy. Okay, last question before we get out of here. Um, you knew me, you know, for a few years before we started dating. How attractive to you was it knowing that I was a Big Ten superstar? Oh, my God. I mean, I hang my hat on that every day. <laughs> I don't think you cared at, at all. Um, I think even when, like, we I went back overseas to Israel and, like, No, I hated when you went back overseas. Well, I'm saying, like, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, plays basketball. Okay, great. <laughs> I am very proud of you and all of your accomplishments. No, I'm not trying. I'm not certain. I'm not fishing for compliments. <laughs> I mean, saying, no, because you're, you're Stu Douglas to me. And, you know, whether you're the Stu Douglas three-point specialist from Michigan. It was so funny. She was like, I don't when we started dating, you're like, I never, I never looked at you like that. Like, you were, like, I would always see her through friends of friends. And it was home in the summer. And she's like, not going to be paying attention to Michigan basketball. So it was like, I, they said you played basketball, but I have no idea. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I believed them. That. You believed them. <laughs> I yeah. like, took their they word for lying. it. But... Yeah. No, I, I was, it was good. And then when I said I was going to go back to Israel, you're like, no, I don't think you play basketball anymore. I think you're done. I think, you know, a good, like, meniscus injury would be just fine right about that. <laughs> You've never wished an ACL I, on anybody I've, besides that. No, and I take it back. I'm, I was only kidding. Um, but, yeah, that that should do it for this short podcast. I have uh, an idea of who you should have on next. Who's that? I think you should have on the person that films Shawan shooting his half-court shots pregame. Why is that? Because that's one of my favorite parts about Michigan basketball is seeing the half-court shots. And I think that person, whoever the the film person is, would have some really interesting stories about what goes into these half-court shots. Okay, so that's that's fair. And that might be Tom Myrod. I asked him, am I trying to get him on again? Um... But funny, quick story. Last year, Juwan was doing it a lot more. I've, yeah. And I've it would be on Instagram, and Chelsea would just, like, be looking at her phone and be like, Oh, look! Juwan! I'm like, yeah. It's it a, makes all of them. It's a, well... <laughs> so, so then last night, this makes sense for excitement, because last night, there was, like, a, we were watching some college basketball game, and there was a three-quarter court shot. This guy, like, heaved up, and it hit the rim, and she was like, Oh, my God! It was so close. And I was like, are you, wait, are you, like, impressed? She's like, yeah, it was very close. And I was like, oh, this is, a, this is someone who. The half-court shot is impressive to Yeah, to someone who never even heaved it from half-court. I was like, all right, I get it. I can appreciate that yeah. appreciation and talent. I think I'm jaded to all of it. Yes, it's exciting. Yes. Okay. Um, I do want to pressure uh, Nick Baumgartner and Brendan Quinn into coming out of the podcast, so I'm going to shout them out. Hopefully, they can they can come on. If you guys have any other suggestions for some Michigan basketball alum or people to come in and talk Michigan basketball, I'm all ears and I'm all down for some social media pressuring. But uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, apologies for no guests. Just kind of a weird week with me doing. Was I not a guest? Well, yeah. 
special guest. You're kind of like a... No, you're, you're, you're a special guest. It's a little yeah. different. Thank like you. You're, you can kind of come on whenever you want. Like We're not scheduling you. You just kind of hop in. You're like, I'm coming on this week and you're in. Got it. You know? Okay, noted moving forward. Yeah, so I want... Maybe we should do a Chelsea's Corner. Yeah, like, I like if that. If you want to actually watch the game, sit down with me and I want you to I take notes. I do actually watch the game. I know, but I'm saying like your full game. Yeah, I can do that. The next full game, we'll watch. Yep. We'll get a couple notes. Chelsea's Corner. I don't really like that name, though, so I'll keep thinking about maybe. We'll, we'll talk on it. We'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. Right after this, we'll, we will uh, brainstorm, although we have a lot of wedding planning and uh, Christmas gift planning, apparently. She's already made a list. Anyways. Yeah. Um, short week. Busy week. Uh, so I apologize for, for the short podcast for not not very in-depth stuff, but um, got to get a podcast in every week. So we'll be back next week. Don't do the wrap-up sign to me. <laughs> we will be back next week. I was counting my ums. Did you were you counting? Yeah, I was. Too. I didn't like it, but it is what it is. So back next week. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah. Bye. Bye.